Hello and welcome back to Birthday Skin. I am Charlie. And I am Amy. And we are joined by Grace Day, the beauty editor at Beauty Bay. Hello, Hello. welcome, welcome back. back. Thanks for having me back again. Oh, oh it, it's been a long welcome. time. It has been a long time. You've been poorly, haven't you, bless I have. you? I've had strep throat. Oh my God. You've been living off soup. Oh, it's not been Love fun. a soup, right? but also love a bit of bread to go with it. So oh, I, I, I would that. struggle exactly. with that. And I like yeah. toasted bread as well. Oh, no, I like bread. Like mm. when I, you don't eat bacon, but like when I have a bacon butty and people have it on toast, I'm like, mm, I bread. Yeah, you have to have like that really cheap white bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I remember thinking that was weird when people would have a toast, like a toast sandwich. No one wants that unless there's cheese inside. Mm. But yeah, bacon in the middle of toast is weird. I agree. Yeah, like you want it on bread. Yeah. I like a proper seeded loaf as well, and I feel like a seeded loaf with soup is amazing, and I'm so sorry that you couldn't have a seeded loaf with your soup. Honestly, all I miss was pasta. That oh, was no. honestly... God, pasta. Yeah. Pasta's life. Mm, no, I well, I broke at day three and had pasta. Oh, my God. Oh, I, had to. I feel like pasta yeah. would go down the throat quite smoothly. I was like, if I yeah. overcook it slightly, like one minute, yeah. you know, it's, it's the same as soup. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it can just be dead mushy. Yeah, I remember exactly. when I got my um, I got my tongue pierced when I was quite young. My grand, <laughs> my grandparents were really disgusted in me like they would be, and I had I didn't want to tell them about it. I was trying to hide it as much as I could, but I used to go around to their house every night for tea. They made spaghetti bolognese, and I was like, oh, my oh, God. I was, no. like, I, was, I, was, I was like, I can't oh. eat, I can hardly talk. <laughs> I had to be like, Grandma, please, can you mush up? I can't eat it, I've got oh. a <laughs> And she literally blended it, but like looked me dead in the eye <sighs> throughout the whole time. Like, Oh, my God. Disappointed ew. Grandma, and I was like, oh. sorry. And then Grandad, like, still is like, have you still got that? I'm like, no, Grandad, I took it out. It was a bad time. <laughs> I did not know that you had that done. I still a lot of hole. It? Yeah, it looks a bit mean. Well, oh, no, not can a whole. you feel it? I can't feel it, but yeah. like if I... Mm, 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 you can kind oh, of yeah. see oh, it. Oh, oh, it's a bit minging, but it was... Oh. I used to like playing with it. <laughs> I actually saw, while we're talking about carbs, I saw a cute meme today and it was um, literally just the text and it said, there's a, there's a cute tiny duck in my belly asking to be fed bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is me. You just give me all I've of the carbs. I've got a lot of ducks in my belly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, uh, I thought you were going to go along that as if you'd had duck flavoured something. I was like, it's not funny, that's insensitive. Is <laughs> in like, oh. duck from the Chinese. Like, There's a no. duck in my belly. I was like, not funny. <laughs> no, it was I say not cute... funny, but I'm not vegetarian, it was so just I can't cute... really judge. Oh my God, today I accidentally ate sausage. How so, did so you nice accidentally eat sausage? Well, at work, we had a guy who made some like Thanksgiving food and it was a sweet potato with cheese. That's all he said. Didn't tell me there was chorizo no. floating around in there. Horrendous. I was like, huh, is there sausage in that? And then he was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> He's like oh my God, eat veggie. I was like, the only meat I eat is chicken. And he was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Sausage no. muncher. I know. <laughs> Why do you always have to lower the tone? Sausage munchet. <laughs> um, maybe we should stop talking about small ducks in bellies and sausages and yeah. God knows what else and actually talk about the burning question that is, well, actually, it's not a question. It's, it's about questions. a million questions. Yeah, we, I was going to say, we have a lot to fit in this episode. Grace, how many times do you think you've been asked questions about the ordinary? I mean... I got them last night. I woke up in the morning and I had them. Like I literally get them all the time. It's whenever I mad. ask, yeah. Whenever I like do one of these polls on Instagram stories, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, ask me anything. Cause I'm on a train for two hours. Ninety percent of it is about the ordinary. Yeah, yeah. And it's it is super confusing, isn't it? One hundred percent. Yeah. Because I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they were one of the first companies that came out and did like raw ingredients, mm. like the niacinamide yeah. and 
um, I don't can't think of anything else. Like, you know, just like well, like hyaluronic yeah. acid yeah. and stuff, and yeah. like yeah. squalene stuff. You, I, I'd never seen any of them ingredients sold solely on their own mm-hmm. before the ordinary. Yeah, and now yeah. everyone's doing it, but it's like they. I feel like they are the main culprit. Yeah, for well, it's it. really clever because they basically broke down what's in every other serum yeah. out there mm. and has been for years mm-hmm. and just made it a bit more obvious what was in there and yeah. it's just a really smart move. Yeah, I do yeah. think that a lot of um, The Ordinary is one for complete clarity on what you're getting, mm-hmm. which is obviously really important or we find really important now. But two, I think there's something to be said about making it a little bit confusing on purpose. Yeah. Because it kind of makes you trust them a little bit more. I feel like there's definitely more of like a, we know what we're doing. You need to listen to us. You need to trust us. And this is what you need to be using on your face for X, Y, and Z reasons. But I think people actually, every time I've had a question and not really knowing the answer, or if it's a product that I've not needed to use for whatever reason, if you just go on the website, they do have a full breakdown. You can literally put your skin type in and it will give you your ideal products. Yeah. And that's actually how, before birthday skin had started, I went and had a look at what I would buy if it was, because I remember it was actually really hard to get at first, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. Um, and then obviously the places like Beauty Base stocked it and they opened the store in Covent Garden that we went to. But I was a bit like, oh yeah, well I'll have a look and I'll get that. But I still think people, because you can buy it, on the website, you can buy it on places like you, you guys. There's so that, many secondary websites now that like yeah. fashion websites, like yeah, everywhere, yeah, yeah. ASOS, everywhere, everywhere yeah. sell it. Yeah, so it is one of those things where it's a bit like, oh, I want to know how to use it, but what the hell is that? Like, can't even pronounce it. And it is quite intimidating when a name is like 80 million syllables long and you're just yeah. like, mm. and obviously more often than not with skin, you want to be really protective about it, don't you? You don't want to be putting something yeah. on that sounds yeah. like it could be really offensive. like. You're just like, no, I don't want to try that. It's scary. Ah, that's me. Yeah. That's me. No, anyway. I completely agree. Um, so we are gonna do this episode in two parts because we've been sent quite a lot of questions in and we're aware that um you might not want to listen to a whole 40 minute episode of questions that you don't need the answers to. So we'll split it into two parts and obviously we'll chat a little bit about um what's gonna be in each episode. But part one will be full of questions all about what can and can't be used together, building routines, percentages of products and what to use when starting out, um, essentials, whether they are as good as more expensive products and our personal faves. So shall we get on with it? Let's let's go for question one, which is what can't be used together? Because it's a big one. Yeah, I feel like that's a big one. And one that people might not feel needs addressing because they might not think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't before yeah. I knew. I didn't think, oh, maybe that can't be used with that. Yeah, so- I remember when I first started like getting into skincare and I was like, okay, retinol, vitamin C, salicylic acid, I need all these things and need them all on my face at one time. Mm-hmm. And now I look back and I'm like, oh my God. What was what I doing? What did I do? No wonder my acne didn't go away. Yeah. yeah. I was just layering it on. Yeah. Acids can make it so much worse. Oh, yeah. Irritate your skin. What were we... We looked at triple cleansing in the last episode, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's just silly. Like, you're putting so much on your face and you're literally taking it down to its bare minimum yeah. that it's not doing it any good. So, I mean, there's an obvious one for me that I would like to dive into with this question. But, Grace, do you want to lead on this one? I feel like you will know a lot more about each product because you will write about them. This is one of the questions more. that yeah. I get asked a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my general like consensus is just to say, 
don't mix anything really, mm-hmm. um, especially active ingredients. So retinol, acids, um, vitamin C, like those three. People kind of argue that you can use them and there are ways you can use them, but vitamin C is so unstable that I just wouldn't recommend mixing it with anything. Mm-hmm. So my general rule is to say like, you've got one active ingredient, it's super active, it's gonna do amazing things, just let it do that thing. And then you can do the next ingredient the next day. Yeah, yeah. I think that is something that we've always said to people as well. If people are like, oh, what's your, what are you using in your routine, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if I actually put down my routine on a Monday, say, and then I did my Tuesday, it would be completely yeah, different. Exactly. So all of these products would be lined up. So I always just go for like the general one or yeah. my favorite exfoliator out of the five that I'd run in between each week. Um, but there's there's definitely something to be said in just letting a product, a product be itself yeah. and make sure it does its job as it should be. Um, but I completely agree, just don't go mixing. Yeah. Like I always find if I put a retinol on, it's literally face wash and then I'll get a mist in toner just to kind of a bit extra hydration back in and then it's that and bedtime. Yeah. So could you use a retinol in the nighttime and then a Vitsy the next morning or is that still too yeah, little time? Yeah, that's how I would best recommend it because people really love using those two ingredients yeah. mm-hmm. and they work well together when they're used separately. Yeah. It's just kind of a case of not layering them immediately on top of each yeah. other. But yeah, I always say retinol at nighttime vitamin C in the morning. My yeah. friend asked me that today. She was like, can I do this? And I was like, I think so. I can double check with you tonight with Grace. <laughs> I think so, but make sure you wear SPF. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the key thing mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I always find that the vitamin C is really good for fighting off free radicals as well. So that should always be a morning product. Yeah. I mean, I, d- I don't think I've ever used it or seen it in a nighttime No, there's product. not really a need to use it at nighttime. Whereas with retinol and acids, you kind of want to use it at nighttime yeah. because of the increased UV exposure kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes and sense. And the circadian rhythm, as we found out. Do you remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like, Amy will text me a question. I'm like, we answered this two weeks ago. Honestly. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Yeah, honestly. Very <laughs> well. Well, there's your body clock is your circadian rhythm and your body will know when it's 11 p.m. say and between the hours of 11 p.m. and 12 p.m. and midnight that's when whether you're asleep or you're awake your body starts to renew cells so it's all over your body not just your face but obviously your face is included so you should always be using products that um sit well with the circadian rhythm of regeneration overnight and obviously retinol is helping your skin to your skin cells to regenerate anyway Thanks, so, mom. yeah. Um, yeah thanks. What I'm sure you've already got it written down, but I think on, well, it's you should always read the packaging, always find out exactly what it's saying on there because they won't be able to miss anything out if there's anything super important. But on the vitamin C packaging, it it specifically says do not use with niacinamide or the EUK one. Oh seven. yeah. I can't remember what that EU one is, but I remember I researched it and the EU was like a very rare ingredient anyway. Um, But the nice, and that really scared me because I was a bit like, oh God, I really like both of these products. And I like to use the niacinamide in the morning because I like the way it makes my skin feel. And also I don't want to mix it with a retinol. So when the hell, when can I use this? And I don't know if you've got this written down, but I found out that it's not that it will have a reaction, it's just that they cancel one another out. Yeah. So you're not getting the benefit of either yeah. of them. Yeah. So it's pointless. Yeah. And it's the same, I think, with certain acids, if you layer them, um, because they're different 
Um, Are you hungry there, right? That was my stomach, sorry. <laughs> because there can be like different um, pH levels within acids. They can sometimes bring each other up or down mm-hmm. or whatever. So they kind of just make themselves redundant. Yeah. So, so you're just wasting products. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, it's just making sure that one, you're reading packaging and two, you're just using one product at a time and not layering yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the sense of that kind of thing. Uh, that was my big one because I know that I'd researched that before, but were there any others that you had found that you shouldn't be using together? Um, no, I really just say don't. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Kind of thing. Um, the only one that I would say is really good to layer is hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. Putting that on before an active ingredient helps the active ingredient to penetrate your skin better. Yeah, it pulls so it's like it a little in, booster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you just yeah. give us a quick summary of an active ingredient? So something that is like causing a reaction or like really like... I, I don't know how to it's describe it, like active, you know, yeah, like it's, so, it's actually doing something yeah, like yeah. immediately. It's not like a... Like a slow burner. A slow burner. Yeah, so, you know, I've always found that, you know, when you have a, let's say a moisturiser mm-hmm. that's got hyal- hyaluronic acid in it, the active ingredient in that moisturiser is the hyaluronic acid. So it's the one thing that's actually the thing that's doing the action. So you can have, um, like when we did the glycerin episode, that wouldn't be an active ingredient because it's not, well, yeah, it's not active. It's it's, not the one thing that's actually helping the situation. Yeah, Yeah, that is really hard to describe. So guys, just throwing a spanner in there. I just thought people might want a little I think the majority of the ordinary products are active ingredients on their own. Okay, fine. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. If you got into more like, oils and stuff where yeah. it wouldn't be inactive yeah. because it might have a mix of things in it like antioxidants and stuff and there might be vitamin mm-hmm. C in it for example like an active but the actual oil itself isn't an active yeah mm. ah yeah because um the ordinary have the is the azelaic um formulation yeah that's like the moisturizer and it's got I've never used it but it's got something in it so that would be the um active ingredient within that product I see I hope that wasn't even more confusing than when you just said it was an active ingredient. <laughs> just the active one. I feel like that kind of, you know, like flows well into the next question, mm-hmm. which is, it's quite, it's more of like a, just like, tell me now, how, right, how can you build a routine with the ordinary? Like, where would you start? Like, say, because obviously it's quite affordable, isn't it? Yeah. Very. And they cover a big range from like cleansers to like toners and literally everything so you could build a full routine off them and how would you go about doing that like what what would you suggest going for so it's a bit of a weird one because obviously most of the range is serums and active ingredients yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so they do only have one one cleanser and one kind of traditional cream moisturizer um so we've actually made like a starter kit on beauty bay because we realize people really like building routines out yeah. of their products so we've got it's the squalane cleanser and mm-hmm. natural moisturizing factors is the moisturizer so i would say start with those two as your basics they work for like any skin type as well and then i'd supplement that with a hyaluronic acid for day and night uh retinol for evening and a vitamin c for the morning perfect that would be like a really basic Mm. all-round general skin health um good introduction before you start learning about all the different Mm -hmm. things like the new the niacinamide and salicylic acid and all those other things yeah Yeah. i always think as well the beauty with the ordinary is that you can drop it into any routine so you don't have to be 
kind of taking things out of a routine that you're actually quite happy with but you want to try something else you can add it in obviously providing that you're not mixing too many active ingredients but you can just drop it in and take it out as and when you please yeah I think I well actually a friend of mine gave me the amino acids and b5 and was like I'll give this a go like I'm not a massive fan of it because I've got quite early skin but because I'm dry it was like a hydrating product and I now cannot live without it but if I run out it doesn't mean that I don't then suddenly have anything that I can use in terms of moisturizing my skin because I still have my moisturizer and I still have other oils. So it's not one of these products where it's like, oh God, if I don't have it, then my routine is completely bolstered yeah. up. Yeah. They're nice little add-ons, aren't they? Like I yeah. use I use quite a lot from the ordinary. And, oh my God, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I use quite a lot from the ordinary. And I, I just, I really love it. Like I yeah. just love how affordable it is and mm-hmm. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, just out of interest, Grace, what is in your routine from the ordinary? So at the moment I'm using hyaluronic acid, the mm-hmm. marine hyaluronics, because that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I use that day and night. And I'm also using natural moisturizing factors, which is the moisturizer. I use that in the morning. It's really nice because it sinks in quickly and yeah. you can put your makeup on like mm-hmm. straight away you don't yeah. have to wait and round for your cream to sink in and all that yeah um and then i don't think i'm currently using anything in my evening routine apart from the hyaluronic at the moment yeah um because i'm trying out a few other things yeah but usually i'd have a retinol yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. are you using anything ames i use quite a lot i use the caffeine eye cream yeah i do that oh, yeah, yeah. And I, you know what, I've started, since our episode of The Short One, I've started using Squalane all the time. Oh, in the morning or the evening? Both, I love it. Oh. It's just so, like, I bought it, was like, yeah, it's all right, whatever, like, had loads of other stuff to try. And then, like, I went back to it, and I was like, you know what, I actually really like this. Like, my skin absolutely loves an oil. And I was like, it's just, I love Mm. it. And I do use, like, I've got my um, retinol in emulsion. Oh, yeah. I remember when we we bought that in the Black Friday sale last yeah. year, didn't we? And I remember um, it was sat in my drawer for ages and I didn't realise it was in an emulsion, which is like a white, like, liquid. Yeah. And I was like, I got it out like nine months later and I was like, oh my God, it's gone off. I was like, oh my God, why uh, is it white? And then I realised. <laughs> I was like, this is disgusting. Ugh. But yeah, I use that sometimes. But like, I do have quite a lot of the range and I have the peel, the HAPHAPL, oh, yeah. oh my God, cannot live without that. Don't use that anymore, can't use it. I believe we have a question later on about we that, do. so we'll we save do. that one. But yeah, I have, it's what, like you said, like you can mix and match and drop it into anything, but my like absolute heroes at the moment are the um, caffeine cream and squat. I just love squat lane. It's yeah. just so simple. Oh, lovely. But yeah. Um, the next question is, how do we know which percentage to use when starting out? So obviously this is in terms of acids retinols that kind of thing um just to quickly like maybe set the scene when it comes to choosing percentages if you've never used them before start with the lowest just be safe and start with the lowest we're not talking about a break the bank product here if it's if you're finding that you're getting on well with it before you get to the end of the bottle gift it to your friend because if they've never used it then they're starting yeah. from the bottom and you can buy the next it's a nice little cycle kind of keep, yeah keep passing it on because it's not it's not going to go to waste and if you yeah. do find that you can't find anybody that wants the product then get in touch with us and we, I'm sure we can help but um, yeah what I, I just wanted to start off with that as I imagine you're going to say the same thing that Grace. was exactly what I was going to yeah. say yeah yeah um, the, the only tricky bit that even I still sometimes struggle is is when you know when to step up. 
Yeah. I know I'm making it sound very easy just being like, oh yeah, pass it to your mate and then try the next one. Yeah, but it's like, when do you know? Yeah. Do you have any insights into that? I think it's totally different depending on who it is because everyone's skin varies in sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We sell a bundle that we put together with the three retinols, the three percentages, so ah. that you can see it as a course and do kind of move up. Ah, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, that a and really good we idea. kind of advise, you know, finishing up the bottle before yeah. you move on to the next yeah. one. Ah, um, interesting. And I think maybe a bottle lasts for about a month if you're yeah. if you're using it every day. Yeah. Um, we also found with the with retinols or retinoids and retinols, and we did a whole episode on that, didn't we? Um, but a lot of people will find that they're a bit like, oh God, I'm not really seeing it's making that much of a difference. Yeah. But in terms, again, of like a circadian rhythm and the rhythm of your the life of your cell is that a normal life is 28 to 30 days and the retinols work to half that. So you're gonna have to wait two weeks until yeah. you see a difference anyway. So don't just get the lowest and think, oh, it's not working. It is, you just need to give it two weeks yeah. time to be able to see any difference mm-hmm. when it comes to benefits or whatever. Um, but again, there's so many different retinols. I mean, we don't really have time to go into each and every single one. I think we will in a bit um, just touch upon it, but we do have that full episode yeah. on. There's so the many different, different types. types as well, especially with the ordinary. Like I said before, you've got your retinols in emulsion, you've got your retinols yeah. in squalane, mm. like there's so many. The Granactive retinols. Yeah, there's yeah. so many different ones. So it can be quite daunting. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. like, I really like the idea of that little starter pack because it's yeah, nice, it kind of gives you a little bit of direction because it is, it is hard. Yeah, and especially... people make mistakes with retinol. Oh yeah, like, I can mm-hmm. imagine. You know, you just some people just see a big number and think, oh yeah, that's gonna yeah. give me the best skin. I'll yeah. go straight with that. Yeah, one. yeah. and one percent sounds like nothing, but there's literally not point two percent. I think. Yeah, I started yeah. off yeah. on not point two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'd be easy to get it wrong. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, the next question is personal favorites, unsung heroes, in which to avoid. We've basically well pretty much touched upon what we're using but grace do you want to start off with your personal faves unsung heroes and which to avoid <laughs> yes so i think you both know what i'm going to say is my personal favorite the marine hyaluronics mm-hmm. um because we spoke about that in our last episode but um i just think everyone gravitates towards the hyaluronic acid because they've heard the words before yeah and um, but the marine one honestly it's so good it's it's my unsung hero and my favorite Ooh. what is yeah. the difference this might sound really stupid between the marine so, hyaluronic and, and the hyaluronic acid i think it literally is that it's just derived from marine extracts yeah. rather than whatever the hyaluronic acid yeah. is right. derived from but the texture is different and that for me is what um sets it apart so mm. The hyaluronic acid is a bit thicker and more gel-like and it can be sticky and I find sometimes it pills on my skin a bit so it kind of goes a bit white. Yeah. Um, Whereas the marine one is almost like water, that kind of really viscous consistency and you can just like pat into your skin, it sinks straight in. Honestly, it's 10 times better in my opinion. Oh Oh my God, I want to try it. Yeah. I did look into it and I think it was something to do with it being derived from seaweed. Yeah. Or like, you know, like like seaweed, yeah. Yeah. the amino acids is exactly the same and that's why I love it. It's like water. Mm. You just feel like you're splashing your face with a little bit of water. And I think yeah. I probably use maybe too much, but you can't, it's one of those things where it's like, you if you put a few more drops on the normal, there's no weird like, yeah. and it doesn't so create cheap. a film. Like, yeah. You don't feel bad about yeah. putting loads on. Mm-hmm. What about the HABHA peel? Is that in your personal um, faves? It's not in my 
Mm. It's not in my top three, but I do really like it. What's your other two in your top three then? So natural moisturising factors. Oh, of course, um, yeah. Which as well, I think, is a bit underrated, but Mm -hmm. that's kind of based on the idea that your skin has these natural moisturising factors in it anyway that keep it naturally hydrated. And it's just like an added bonus of more of those ingredients. So because it's so similar to what's in your skin, you won't get any like bad reaction to it. It won't like clog your pores, make you greasy, that kind of thing. So it's a really nice one if you've got oilier skin or um, you find that moisturizers cause you to break out and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, And then I also love the squalene cleanser. Um, oh, I haven't tried that yet. I yeah, really want to try that. At first I wasn't sure, and it's not great for removing makeup or anything. It's not mm. like a heavy duty cleanser, but it's nice in the morning when you just want something to feel like your face is clean, but not ah. like squeaky clean, because yeah. I don't really like that tight feeling. No, no, I'm on yeah, the market, it's not it's great. Nice. Cleanser, try yeah. it. Black Friday for Oh, yeah. Um, Ames, what are your personal faves, Unsung Heroes, and which to avoid? I would say for me to avoid personally is the um aha bha peel yeah oh is it i used to use it often this is from a oily combination skin type well i was oily combi in the summer now it's winter i'm dry but like the one thing that remains is the sensitivity Mm -hmm. and it just i used to use it and think it was doing absolute wonders because it tingled and I was like, oh my God, it's working. Ah. And then you'd use it and be like, it's amazing, I love it. And I'd be like, yeah, it's amazing, I love it. And then <laughs> after a few times I realized, I was like, actually, hang on a minute, this isn't doing me any good at all. Like yeah. it did the same thing to me, what the Glossier Toner did, which yeah. was give me um, dermatitis. dermatitis along like my oh, jaw God. and stuff and loads of tiny little spots mm-hmm. because my skin is just too sensitive for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, you're like my little sister, the one that just copies. I know. I used to do this to my cousin. I used to just copy everything she said because I thought she was cool. Well, like when I was using it, I thought, oh my God, my skin is so soft. It's amazing. And then you were like, oh, I love it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? My skin's so soft. I love it too. And then after a while, I was like, (laughs) you know what? I I don't. I've come to my senses. I don't love it. (laughs) I am a different person now. (laughs) Um, I would say my top three are probs. Hmm. Probably the squalane oil, just a normal squalane. Mm. I just really like it. Like mm-hmm. it was a proper thing in the back of my shelf, like I said before. And now it's now you've embraced it. Now I've embraced it. I use it morning and night. Oh, and I just, it gives me the little boost of hydrate, especially in the dark, like dark winter months, mm. the freezing winter months. I yeah. just feel like it does give me what I need, yeah, and like I have started using it on like my thighs and stuff when I shave because it is really nice oh, yeah, to like Sean, skincare Sean yeah that. he was like um because I was like what do you use after shaving because he was talking about his beard and obviously yeah. I was talking about everywhere <laughs> you uh, were talking about your beard and I was like what do you use like I want smooth skin I don't want to shave and rash because I get them quite easily yeah. it's very irritating and he was like you know what squalane afterwards and like it's so funny I now walk in on Fran my flatmate and she's literally like this <laughs> with a squalane like between her thighs and I'm like mm, you've listened <laughs> but yeah so the squalane 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 um, the hyaluronic acid I quite like you know you said it's like a gel texture yeah. I quite like that but I get what you mean it's very tacky Yeah, it's extremely mm-hmm. sticky like yeah. I have to have my hair back for a bit yeah, after I always that. feel like I have to wash my hands after I yeah. use it as well, which I don't like because I just like to power through my routine. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Oh, yeah, I hate yeah. having to and wash my hands after. Isn't do. it annoying? Yeah. God, yeah, it is so yeah. annoying. Um, you know what? I do it every day, and I'm, I like every time I'm doing that. Oh my god, I absolutely hate that. Sick I have to of do this. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh my god, I never really yeah. thought to me um, about it. I always thought it was just me. Yeah, it was always just me. Oh my god. Oh. I'm gonna jump on the marine hyaluronics and try that instead of Please the hyaluronic do. acid mm-hmm. because as much as I really, really like it and the glow that it gives my skin, like it is very tacky. And then third, I was just gonna maybe the caffeine eye solution. I really like that. Yeah. I just it it makes my eyes feel a bit plumpier in the morning because I have do I do have quite deep dark circles. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's nothing I can do about it unless I want aesthetics, but <laughs> can't really afford deep, that right now. Dark circles. <laughs> so yeah, they're <laughs> my favorite. Under your eyes. <laughs> I'm quite safe with mine because I don't think you are. I think it's that's what your skin type yeah, is. Yeah, it works for you. Well, yeah, like, Under- that's what I mean. Like, I, yeah. have to, I have to keep it quite safe. I, re- I really do not have an option. Yeah. Which is fine by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I was about to say off the back of you talking about the squalane, one of my favourite products from The Ordinary is the Granactive Retinoid in Squalane. Yeah. Because it's, it's one of those products, when I was saying earlier... Um, when you're using a retinoid or retinol or whatever, you have to just make sure that you're giving it two weeks. Mm. That one that I find is a product that I will wake up from and see immediate benefits from the use of squalane within the retinoid. Yeah. Because my skin just feels so much fresher and it I just look a little bit more awake and I don't look dry and like burr. Yeah, it's um, nice. It's a I very know. oily oil, isn't it? I say that yeah. to people, I'm like, it's very oily, mm. yeah. but it's very nice. I think a lot of people get quite dry skin when they use like a retinoid or um a retinol because it's just it's literally just making your skin yeah. cells turn over mm. faster um so yeah i think their squalane it must be pretty bang on yeah in terms very of their good. production yeah um i think my other favorites like i said are the amino acids and b5 i cannot live without it i notice a difference if i don't use that now um and like i said it's so lightweight it feels like water that i can't just mix it before any other yeah. serum that I might want to use that day. Um, and then maybe a fave. Ooh. I know um, it's hard as oh, I feel actually, like I have so many and I'm like, what I think mine's vitamin C powder. I really do oh, like yeah. using that. See, I bought that again off the back of you raving yeah. about it. And when we were doing episodes and like mentioning vitamin C a lot, I bought it. And again, I think that is too potent for me. Yeah. It, it, I really it like does it. Tingle. Really, really. But again, I was finding that I was getting a lot of spots along my jaw, like little tiny ones. But the only thing that had changed in my routine was I'd, I'd yeah. just been adding mm-hmm. that. I think, well, we've definitely been asked a question about the ordinary vitamin C, which is best. And I'll kind of go into that later. But my only thing, I don't think there is an episode that I, uh, an episode, I don't think there is a product that I would avoid mm. necessarily the niacinamide i find is good but i do get the same thing when it's like a pilling on yeah. my skin when i go to put on you know what i actually i know we don't talk about makeup but i did not like their foundation oh yeah i don't know if you've tried it oh yeah oh, i like the serum one yeah but not so much the coverage one. Oh god yeah it really was so like i felt it. it didn't it it was so bad i remember at the end of the day i took a picture of my skin with flash on just to show like how much it had grouped like here and on yeah. my nose and it oh, honestly God. it looked ridiculous it yeah. looks like did I'd done you, it did in the you dark. use the coverage one yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, that was exactly what i found with it yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think in terms of coverage it does the job but one it doesn't last and two i found that it was very like reactive to how my skin was so if i'd used an oil on my skin that morning for any mm. whatever reason 
it would like really mattify my skin. Mm. And if my skin was really dry, I looked really oily. It was dead weird. I just yeah. wasn't a fan. I know that's not a skincare thing, but um, still good to I, know though because it's quite yeah. cheap, isn't it? People might want your opinion on it. Yeah, your opinion specifically. Mine <laughs> specifically. Um, but yeah, I, I think my unsung hero is probably the AHA BHA peel. Oh, we are polar or the opposites. Amino acids. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, next question. Um, like we said at the start, we're going to do this in two parts because we have been sent some. And since I've put it on Instagram, I have had a few questions that actually are super interesting. So maybe we'll answer them at the end of this half. Mm -hmm. um, but the next one is what are the essentials? Now, I think this varies a lot person yeah. to person. And I feel like yeah. it also ties in with the question where we were saying about building a routine. I was just thinking, yeah, I was mm -hmm. just thinking that. Yeah. 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 It's very much your essentials will be your like for me niacinamide because it kind of pills on my face I don't want to be using that every day and also I do really like using the vitamin C powder mm -hmm. which obviously as we've spoken about it kind of they null, annul each other so I'm just going to say that every single person's essentials just and work out based on what you like and what yeah. you want to have in your routine um, but hopefully by the end of the episode we'll have explained things that you want to go and buy or start off with a bundle I think that's a really good idea yeah. um, just to get yourself dip your toe in the water mm -hmm. as it were um, shall we move on to the next mm -hmm. uh, the next one is are they as good as more expensive products which ties in yeah, I was just with a question that. that was sent in just now um, from Hannah Galoon how the fuck are they so cheap you know what Hannah good question yeah, and I listened you. to an episode um, on another podcast can't remember which one it was that was all about this but Grace I feel like you're probably well equipped to answer this question yeah again this is a frequently asked question mm -hmm. um, so basically the ordinary uses product so, sorry the ordinary uses ingredients that have already been used for years so they don't need to do any testing on them and it's the testing that costs brands money when they bring out new ingredients so ah. that's where they save a huge amount of money mm. because like hyaluronic acid it's been around for years so they can just buy it they don't need to run any tests they can just get it straight into production mm -hmm. and create the products so that's one thing um the second is like look at the bottles like they're super basic in a good way but you know they're basic minimal they're not like flashy or anything mm. the packaging isn't yeah, you know, it's, it's not fancy yeah. or you know that kind of thing and they don't put money into their like marketing in the same way that other brands do they kind of let it all happen mm -hmm. organically and it does like people really yeah. hype up um, the ordinary without them having to pay people to do it mm -hmm. so that is kind of where they save money and in that for that reason they can make their products super cheap mm. yeah and it. there was another thing I can't I can't remember who it must have been I'm really sorry I've forgotten his name was it Justin the guy that died oh Truvo Brand no Brandon, Brandon Truax at Brandon Truax oh, yeah. that's it um, it must have been an interview with Brandon Truax who unfortunately passed away this year I think it was last, last year wasn't it um, but he was basically saying that he when he buys the product because he's not mixing loads and loads of things into one bottle he it means that he can buy loads of it and he knows it's going to sell because he's yeah. selling he's basically taking it out of that vat putting it into a smaller bottle and selling it so it's not like he's having to take it out of that and then add four more ingredients in mm. so there's yeah. one vat instead of four per product and it's so, when you start mixing them that you then have to test that as a whole 
new ah, formula yeah, in of itself. Course. Yeah, so, yeah. So th- yeah, that will work hand in hand yeah. then because he can literally be like, I can get a better price because he bulk buys the product mm. and he can say, well, this product's been working really well and it's super popular. Um, so I'll double the orders of that for the next time, which then ultimately makes it cheaper because he's buying a lot of it in one go. So yeah, so the price doesn't really, it's not really a good, ref- well, it's not a, f- a reflection on the product is it it's just a reflection on what goes on behind the scenes and yeah. mm-hmm. production and stuff because yeah. i think some people may think that oh it's really really cheap it's amazing but at the same time why is it so cheap is it yeah. cheap because it's shit yeah oh, and it's cheap. like it's yeah. not a reflection on the product no. it's just what goes on behind the scenes yeah, i think that's quite an interesting point yeah to know. it really exposes the beauty industry I yeah. think, because then you start realizing wow if, if those ingredients are that cheap why am i paying 50 pounds for this yeah yeah I was about to say they could easily charge oh, fifteen God, yeah. pounds, twenty pounds. They for could a whack a tenner on everything, to. yeah, yeah. Mm. and it would still sell because yeah. it would then meet the rest of everything else in the market. Yeah, but it's still be cheaper. It's yeah, still be cheaper yeah. if you whacked yeah. a tenner on everything. Yeah, yeah. I bought Squalane for one of my boyfriend's Christmas presents. I'm gonna say that because he will definitely not listen for like <laughs> a shaving rash, and it cost me a fiver. And I'm yeah. like, even if that was fifteen quid, I'd still buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it is fab, but it is definitely one of those things where you're like, hmm, yeah, questionable, Why is it so yeah. cheap. Yeah, I feel yeah. <laughs> well, gals, that kind of concludes part one. The reason why we're doing it in two parts is because one whole episode of us just going through question and answers might be a little bit boring, and you might not need to hear the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, however. In the next, in part two, um, we are going to answer questions about the vitamin C products, um, best products for acne scars, the AHA and BHA pill we've been talking about, a bit about retinols, and something about niacinamide, which will answer the question um, that's been sent in from Danielle Oates. So, gals, I will conclude part one right here and see you in part two. Bye-bye. See you soon.